Hey there, folks. It's the Uticast, episode 232. And this week, sort of the Maiden Utica 2019 wrap-up with the uh, with the real head honcho, uh, Kate Riley. Uh, she kicked Justin off the interview, but he's here. Yeah, uh, that's right. I yeah, you're, you're here supposed for the, to be a tag team. You're out of here. Yeah. Done. Uh, but we Survivor do, Series. We do have an important <laughs> announcement before this week's show starts. I'm not going to post it in the link, so you can only listen to it here, folks. Yes. Uh, so explain this here. Was it UticaTeddyBearToss.com? Yes. Just It's a form. It's a forum. Put forum. Uh, forum. What's your name? Forum. Your name. Your email. I think your phone number, and then just put Uticast. That's it. Name, phone number, email. Uticast. Yep. <laughs> Two free tickets to the Teddy Bear Toss on December fourth. These tickets are sold out. Yes. Can't get them. Seconds. It will literally take you seconds, seconds for enter. free tickets. Yes. Do it, folks. We want you to get those free tickets, and we want to see you at the Teddy Bear Toss on December fourteenth. All this also this week. Uh, Heather and Kevin are both here, despite the snow apocalypse, which was, you know, it was fine. Uh, all right, all that and more, folks. Let's get to this week's show with Kate Riley and Heather and Justin and everybody and Kevin, and let's do it. You to cast. We're happy as always. Thank you. This week on the Uticast, the truth. Only this week, and this week only. Uh, Welcome back, folks. Uh, It's the Uticast, episode 232. I am, I know, I, of course, am your host, Sam Femilar. I'm joined by uh, Heather Wazzy. Very feisty. Heather today. Heather is fired up. She's fired up. I think I should come more after six thirty. Yeah, it's a late. It's a late podcast. Maybe that's what it is. You don't wake up till about seven o'clock now. I am on fire. I'm fired. (laughs) <laughs> you yeah i wish that the audience could see your, your whole ski outfit on your whole like winter outfit uh you're actually more excited about the snow than almost I'm anybody really excited. than anybody you're a person of the snow i think that's why i'm in such a good mood yeah it could be it's, it's like a 90 degree the snow's back that probably feels good for yeah, you yeah because we went skiing wednesday mm-hmm. uh kevin you're also here as well Yo. people heard you already talking but they uh you're also here i'm happy to have the whole crew back here yeah, for yeah. a whole episode this week it's nice uh we did have uh, some sort of supposed snowpocalypse over the last couple days. You know, every time it snows now, it's storm of the century all over <laughs> know, the television and the internet. And it's like, yeah, we, listen, we, we certainly got some snow here. Okay, we certainly got some snow. I'm not going to deny that there's snow on the ground, but I understand that, you know, quite a bit. Oh. Relatively quick, I guess. I guess. Like, did we not used to get a foot, foot of snow in, in a day? Uh, I it's felt, all right. I felt like this was not even anywhere near as bad as we've got it over the last few years. You know what I think it was, and it might be a little bit further south, because when I was reading the snow, the warning for the storm, mm-hmm. they were like, some of the high-end predictions that they were making for it, I think, were for a little bit further south of here. So like, if they got yeah. hit harder there, I guess that would make sense. But we made out all right. We definitely got some snow, though. I'll tell you what. Having that snowblower working right off the bat and just plowing through it twice yesterday and today, what a what a game changer that snowblower is. If you live upstate and you don't have a snowblower, you are making a mistake. You just, it would be tough to, it would certainly be tough to go back from. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can just, you can take care of, like, if you don't have, like, some huge expanse of grounds, you can take care of sidewalk, driveway, and walkways in 10, 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Tops. And it's just, it's a time saver for efficiency standards alone. 
It doesn't build character. <laughs> you know, you doesn't build any character. You don't learn anything about yourself. Heather uh, uses a shovel that's made out of wood that she made herself. <laughs> she, an organic wood shovel. She made the shovel herself and it's made out of a wood. A little gnome made it for she, me. She yeah. made it out of a free range tree. She sends her son out there with a little sends her son out there with a little wicker broom to finish the steps through the edges. <laughs> we had a real we had two real up rooms, yeah. Uh, I will say, uh, I did go out and take the shovel just to clear up the edge of the driveway uh, when the plows came through. This is the worst kind of snow, though. It's that it's nasty, that, heavy yep. that heaviness. Yep. I was like, oh, my back. Yeah, <laughs> <seriously>. <laughs> oh, my back. What a mistake. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, for anyone who did get, you know, stuck, I've seen some news reports from, like, the national news, people get, like, 23 inches. That's that's wild. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, real yeah. Those That's real dark stuff well, right well, there. I mean, not that dark. It's just it's tough. Just, it's literally snow. It's the yeah. brightest, whitest thing. That Until it's covering your house. I mean, two feet. We get two feet. We'll get two feet at some point. I hope so. Mm. Yeah, that's a storm. Yeah. Like, that's two feet. We yeah. can start talking about a storm. Yep. Is it, you know, again, I don't mean to be, you know, insensitive to anyone who struggled with this snowstorm or anything. I don't anything. think. Yeah, no, if you struggle it, that hard with the snowstorm, I do not know I, what to tell you. I sort of Tough kinda, enough. You're not going to survive the winter. I like the event nature I love, I, I love it. I love it. People I get do. all gassed up. Oh, I oh, gotta get all my. Let supplies. me go on the record and say that I am for snowstorms. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. Oh yeah. Especially now, I've this winter. I've got a vehicle with four wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I am back in the game <laughs> out there on the roads. <laughs> yeah, just tearing through everything. Nobody can uh, stop me. It's it's pretty good. Uh, I was watching just TV flipping through on Saturday, uh, and there was some like winter sports on. Heather, I was thinking about this because you were talking about oh, the skiing earlier. Good. Well, they're doing like. <laughs> well, no, because do you, do you like like winter sports? Like, yeah. if you watch like. Could you do any of those sports? Like, could you go do the slalom course if they gave it to you? No, probably not. No, you don't. Even at like full, not at like half speed, you couldn't go down there and do the, the modules. You don't think? I well, slow, probably really slow. Some of these events seem wild. Like they were doing the luge, and like you know, shout out to Aaron Hamlin, but like wow, what a what a crazy event to do! Like shout just, out to Aaron Hamlin for being alive. <laughs> yeah, for being alive. Like, shout out to all the luge athletes <laughs> living through the process because yeah, it seems nuts to me. I think I'm too soft for winter sports. Like I think it'd be cool to be good at one of these kind of sports, but I'm out there like man, I just stand out in the snow for like two hours. Not if you're skiing. That's what you talk like in the snow. That is what I talk like. Yeah, what's like? Yeah, I'm trying to think. What are the other any winter sports like hockey? I suppose you don't really play that. Not, out, you don't play that outdoor. I can't hockey. see you hockey. Yeah, I was good at floor hockey in okay. gymnasium. When we were floor hockey. That's barely a thing. Ice skating. That's your friends with sticks. <laughs> yeah, your friends <laughs> around with sticks and a rubber ball. Good times. Uh, speaking of good times, uh, today is Cyber Monday. This weekend well, it goes... We didn't even look at any deals today. You didn't look at any deals today. The deals. The deals. I at work. I actually did not look really at any deals oh, You went today. to work today? Yeah. Even though there was all that much snow? Yeah. Everybody wow. make it? Not everybody. Wow. Weird that some people didn't make it so weird. to work. And some did. <laughs> hmm. I did. None hmm. of that. <laughs> At least you're not fired up about it. I uh, was out there shoveling out all the animals. I wanted to. I weirdly have to say, be, because I didn't have work today, my Cyber Monday shopping uh, took a big hit. I actually didn't do any. I used to like in front of a computer all day long mm. for my job. I could have found a half an hour for lunch to knock out a bunch of my know, Christmas shopping. I did not. <laughs> I feel like I just wasn't into it. I feel like when Cyber Monday first happened, it was like this big deal. And now, like, the last couple of years, I'm like, whatever. It's like fetch. It's not, like, that big of a deal. Stop yeah. trying to make Cyber Monday happen. It's not going to happen. I, here's my thing with something like Cyber Monday is I feel like I already know what I'm going to get. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. if it's not the stuff that I right. want and it's, it's not going to go on sale, I'm not going to buy something just because I see the sale. But there are a lot of people usually. who do that. You might get something yesterday that's going to get you. Impulse buyers. 
Uh, I did actually make it out on Black Friday, not obviously in the morning. And Kate, during her interview, talks about her and her family go out during Black Friday like crazy early in the morning, like as a family thing, or they all go together, Mm -hmm. which is, hey, you know, do your thing. Get them deals. Uh, But my mom convinced me to go. uh, I bought a new TV this week, by the way. Oh, Uh, Because I went to Best Buy and got a deal on Black Friday. But my mom says, oh, let's go over there at 3 o'clock and we will... You know the the rush will be done. Who? Why would you think that? That's what I I gotta ask Angela why she thought Foolhardy. that. Foolhardy. It's a silly mover. And I'll say this: actually, once we were inside the store, it really wasn't that bad. It was just like any busy store. Yeah. But man, the driving. It's uh, bad. The holiday season. If if one if there's one bad thing about shopping, really in the holiday season, like terrestrial shopping, like going around to stores, it's going around to stores. It's the track. The going traffic. around yeah. the stores yeah. is the worst part of yeah, for sure. I kind of like being in terrestrial like shopping places like that during the holidays because they got all the holiday stuff. I like go to Barnes and Noble and places like that for real just to look around at fi- the stuff. I can find value in experiencing the experience. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get can get that. into that a little bit. Not too much anymore. My Very much. It depends where you are and what's happening. I don't even remember. That's, again, I, now I feel like I, uh, I've i lost my past, but, like, I don't even remember what it was like to go Christmas shopping now without having the online supplement to it, being like, I can finish up a lot of my shopping online. Like, mm. having to actually like, go out to the mall, like, seven times or something if I couldn't find something over a month, right, or whatever. I, I don't, like it. You liked it? Yeah, I like going shopping online for... Yeah, I mean... So much no. easier. <laughs> uh, so Christmas season is officially here. Have you guys done any actual Christmas shopping as of yet? Like anything at all? Have you started, Kev? No. No? I no. actually did a little bit of shopping this week. Just a few easy gifts that I think for people. Uh, because my niece and nephew, they want like specific things. That's the great thing about kids. They kind of want specific stuff sometimes. It makes my job very easy. It's tough when I have to like make a stab in the dark for like my sister. Like I think she'll like this. Sure. You're getting harder and harder to buy for because a lot of stuff I feel like I want to buy you for Christmas. I think I've already gotten you or you already have. Mm. <laughs> it's a tough mm. one. Because not this isn't a knock on you, Kev. You have a habit of when you want something, you just go out and get it. That's how, that's how Zach is. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same way I can never buy him anything. Yeah, yeah, no. He gets what he wants when he wants it. That's what I'm saying. If I need it, that's, well, that's the same thing. With, like, I feel like my Christmas shopping is the same that. thing. Like We're just going to... I'm, I'm not like, I don't start my Christmas shopping. He's like, well, I'll make a list. And once I have my mm. list set, we'll make a tactical maneuver. We'll make a tactical strike. And we'll knock it all out. Like, that's all we're doing. We've got to approach the field with the strategy and go into battle prepared. And that means securing your own provisions sometimes, I suppose. It was like you can't not buy anything from September I, to the end of the year. I go on a shopping. Yeah. I won't buy anything for myself for the next like, three weeks because mm. I just threw all that stuff on my Amazon list. I'm like, buy me these things that I would have bought for myself oh, otherwise. I yeah, I do. Honestly, yeah. You know what? I know that that's like you know caving into the to you know big internet and Amazon and all that, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I gotta say, like having the the wish lists for makes my life a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. It's really easy. Because um, you know what? I'm tired of getting stuff that I don't want. I hate to say that to you guys. I don't need another crew neck sweater. I just don't. I don't you have, like. You have like ten crew neck sweaters. I never wear on them on your Amazon wish list. Not that though. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, don't get me like a J. Crew, like, you know, I mean, like a sweater, sure, like a fancy. I have a million of those that I a never wear. Clothes for people is tough. Yeah, I don't buy clothes unless yeah. you like, unless you really know somebody, understand somebody, have talked about something, like try. Well, sizing. I feel like relatives and stuff have sizing or even like style. Like I remember getting clothes a lot when I was in like high school into like my early twenties, like you know. Mm. Dad would like get me clothes for Christmas, and it would always be like some weird stuff. And I was in high school, I'm like, oh, you don't, 
you almost get what I'm going for, but you don't really get it all the way. Like, I'm not going to use this. This is yeah. not good. And you feel bad because they yeah. mean well, yep. but you're like, I'm never going to wear this. I see what you were going for, and you missed the mark a little bit, but. I had this conversation once with my mom when I was younger, and, like, we were doing that argument about clothing that I wanted to buy versus clothing mm-hmm. she was willing to buy me. And I was like, look, I know that you would prefer to buy me two pairs of jeans for the price of this one pair of jeans. <laughs> But I'm only going to wear this one pair. Of, if you buy me these two pairs of jeans that are not this one pair, I'm never going to wear them. Do you right. know what I mean? Like, because I don't like them. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. 100%. Like, you're better off just buying me the one pair, and I'll just wear them all the time. Give me the gift card. If you want to do clothes, give me the, yeah, give give me me the, the gift, gift card. card. Yeah. Let me go get my own clothes. I love the resurgence. I love the way that gift card has become, like, the, the end. Because there was a time when gift card felt like an impractical gift. You didn't want to give to somebody that felt impersonal. Nobody, like, you know, give somebody a gift card. Now, pfft, Gift slinging them, gift cards everywhere. I love a gift card. Throw them at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm glad I that we've. I'm glad that we've leaned into gift cards for the holidays. It's real easy. Yeah, old folks are just mad. That's all that was. Was that? I mean, because they like to watch you open presents. It is true. It's not fun. It is not fun card. to watch somebody open a gift card. So. I'll, I'll say it's not this, fun though. to watch somebody open a present either. I'll yeah. say, <laughs> unless you've got like small children, <laughs> you know, sure, small children's fun. But dude, there's nothing worse than a room of like dead serious adults. Sitting around <laughs> and trying to pretend like that they're, they're all five or something. We're all going to open presents. Ooh, look at your box. No, that's not fun. <laughs> uh, uh, I do want to... Uh, we have a gift for the audience. By do the way. we? Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. if you guys knew this. Uh, so, coming up on December 14th is the 15th annual uh, New York Sash Teddy Bear Toss uh, at the Adirondack Bank Center. Love the Teddy Bear Toss. Uh, tickets are sold out, my friend. You cannot get tickets to this event. We're hottest tickets one. in town every the year. It's a, it's a good time. Uh, if you don't got them already, you can't get them. Unless, unless. you are a listener to the Uticast podcast. Uh, this very show. Uh, I'm this not going... We're doing a social experiment. So we're not going to link the website... Uh, to the, the posts or anything. So the only way you can get in on this is by listening to us talk about it right now, okay? 12 minutes into the podcast. And then I'll yeah, always go. And then I'll do the <laughs> intro. Uh, go to uticateddybeartoss.com. There's going to be a survey asking you what service you were looking for. In one of the boxes in the add your own you know option, type in Uticast and press enter. If you do, you are entered to win two tickets oh. to the Teddy Bear Toss. So again... UticaTeddyBearToss.com, enter Uticast into the box for what you're looking for, and press submit, and you will be entered in to get Utica, uh, to get tickets for the Teddy Bear Toss. I'm very excited. I love the Teddy Bear Toss. Good times. Put a nice little nice little puzzle out there, too. Go to the website, click the box, check yeah. the thing. It's an escape box. It's a, uh, what do you call it? I see. <laughs> it's an escape room. Uh, all right. Uh, I, I don't have a ton of content this week. The snowstorm really stopped me from doing a lot of news stuff this week. Uh, but I do have one thing I want to bring up. It's a content-related story. Kev, I don't know if we want to do, like, ten minutes at the end about Irishman. I don't know if we sometimes do that. I think we should do a live podcast along rewatch. <laughs> yeah, I think we should just watch it again right now is what I think. I'm going to watch it this week, so don't say Okay, anything. so do, do you think then we want to do, like, ten minutes at the end about the Irishman, or do we just want to say no spoiler or something about it right now? Um... It's up to you. I mean, if you want to do some time on the end, I'd be glad to talk you about it. I suppose. I'm going to have to leave. 
Or Quit. we can wait. Are you, are you like, going to watch it? I'm going to watch okay. it. Okay. Like, soon? I've been dedicating to him this week. Okay. Well, then, this well, then, all right. then I would rather talk about it next week okay. than Heather. Oh, yeah, you would rather do our own Very good. Minutes. So we'll hold off on Thanks, the Irishman. Uh, You're welcome. But we watch both... or not show up <laughs> next week. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> we both liked it, though, if you want a review of the movie in, in the meantime. Yeah, I'll tell I, you I again. I'll stop doing the podcast right now. We won't even record another segment if you guys want to watch it. You know, it's... I'll watch it again. Katie and I were talking about a, a show on Netflix right now called The the Movies That Made Us. It's like a shoot-off. I a, heard about that. I'm looking forward to watching some of that. Oh, they had the toys. Yeah, so it's the same movies. kind of oh, format. Uh, and they're doing, it's four movies. They do Dirty Dancing, Home Alone, Ghostbusters, and Die Hard. So I watched nice. uh, Home Alone and I watched Die Hard. I'll tell you what, the Home Alone one, pretty good. Home yeah. Alone <laughs> one would be my first choice on that list. Yeah. I can't watch that. Mm. Uh the other thing, but, but the other content thing I wanted to ask you about was Heather texted me this week, and Kevin and I have been in on the Marvel movies for a while now. But Heather texted me saying, "You are up. You have completed the Marvel movies. Yeah, the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, all the Avengers movies, and you were very. You have opinions about. I was about very it. distraught about the last one. First of all, it was terrible. I thought <laughs> you didn't like it. I didn't like it, and wow. I was very interesting. Not at all. Not really. I felt like it was just too. This is sappy. End, this is Endgame, Avengers right? Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was too sappy in the beginning. Oh, I love and, it. Go off. Go and, ahead. No. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> I got my we popcorn out. Sappy and we watched over two days too because um, it's, felt, it's a long movie. So, um, but the ending made me sad because I'm a big Iron Man yeah. fan. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I. I mean, it's a time I can. No, yeah, 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 it's so fine, like yeah. I was devastated that I I would watch any movie that was terrible if Iron Man was in it because I just love Iron Man and I love um, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. So I what was other, very distraught when he was. I'm not surprised you liked Iron Man. Everyone seems to Robert Downey Jr.'s performance. Him, he's why. great. Who else did you like? I'm curious what other superheroes caught your eye in this Martin these Avengers. I have movies. to. You're not gonna laugh. I'm not a big fan of Ant Man, but I love the guy who plays Ant Man. Paul Rudd. So Paul Rudd. Yeah. Great. And um, what else was there? Oh, um, did you like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel? She doesn't have much to do. I did like it. I want to watch. I have to still watch her that movie. Though. Uh. We'll no. talk about that afterwards. It's it's a movie, all right. It's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a but little... no, I was just excited. I never, I finally finished them, and I was pretty proud of myself because I never have time to watch movies. There you go. But um, I was just devastated with the ending. So, I like felt terrible. Do you feel like you're up on the loop? Yes, now I do. Now with... I feel like I wish I watched them a long time ago so I could talk more about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I kind of wonder. You know, we have this Disney Plus now. It's got all the Marvel movies, and I've gone back and watched a couple of them. I sort of wonder. Going forward, like these movies will still obviously make a lot of money, but are are we sort of on the downside now with these Marvel movies? Yeah. Like, are they going to start getting diminishing returns sometime soon? I don't know. People seem to love them, though. I'm I, I won't ever get that excited about them like some people do. But I mean, they have some movies that are coming out that will probably do really well that I'm excited for. But I, I wonder when people just reach a breaking point with like I, I can't. I can't. I think there'll always anymore. be a new whole group of people that will be out there that will That's continue true. to watch it. Yeah. That's just me. <laughs> uh, we have a uh, I have a list we can do in the second segment since we've gone pretty long for the first segment that uh, it's about the top 10 movies of the 2010s but we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit let's get to this week's interview because we had a really nice interview with uh, our good friend and head honcho of Maiden Utica Justin fancies himself the boss but really we know who, who the real boss is the true boss the true boss <laughs> it's uh, Katie Riley of Maiden Utica and New York Sash uh, joins us here today to talk a little bit about the teddy bear toss but we talked a lot uh, a lot about Handshake City, and we wrapped up the uh, the 2019 season and talked about uh, what it feels like, you know, how do we quantify success and what it looks like. So, great conversation. 
Uh, we also talked a little bit about Home Alone, so a lot of Christmas stuff as well. We're getting into Christmas season, guys, and uh, what better way to do start off Christmas season than with our pal, Kate Riley. We'll be back in just a moment. Went to the top of the morning, yeah, and then I didn't leave the house, I uh, just didn't do it. No, I didn't do it. And it's funny too because he had mentioned to me yesterday when we were talking about this, he's like, Oh, I'll have I'll have Kate come down today, and I was like, Okay, and then it was I forget what time it was that the that I, I was looking around at the snow, I was like, There's no chance. I'm like, I've been yeah. never seeing her. I think it was like 11 o'clock. I was I'm like, sorry. If I, <laughs> I, I actually planned for it, I did not want to do anything yesterday. Um, had I not already spent three hours watching The Irishman two days beforehand, I would have you spent did. all day yesterday. Did you, you not did watch it, it yet? No. Uh, I, I have some stuff for you that we, we both, I just found out that we both watched that I want to talk about in a little bit, and I don't want to get too far into The Irishman. Okay. It's very good. Yeah. It's very long. Um. I have trouble committing to anything that's more than an hour and 45 minutes. So I read an really interesting article today about The Irishman, which was... It was basically timestamps in the movie they gave you saying, if you want to watch this as three parts, cut it here and here so you can make your own That's se- clever. your own segments for it. Uh, yeah, it's it's really long. It's very good though. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you coming down from your from your house down, down <laughs> so down far away. Well, no, because it is it is in the middle of the 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 end of the snowstorm. The snow's yeah. pretty much over. And I was just saying, we didn't get. We said during the podcast already, I think uh, that it wasn't quite as bad as we had expected. I had expected worse. How bad was it up there for you guys? You have that weird driveway. It's, it's tough to shovel your Well, driveway. yeah. My tactic is usually just to drive over the snow and, until <laughs> yes. it melts. Like, I'm not really one for, for shoveling too much. But we, uh, yeah, we have a shared driveway. And um, we were, Justin and I were actually just saying how our... Um, our neighbors, Cody and Steve. Steve has a, a plow. And, um, oh, he's got a plow. Yeah, so he always makes life a lot easier for us. Hmm. Um, unless my car is in the way, which it was this morning. And then there's a little bit of... Is your car like mine? Do you have the big, like, three inches of snow on top of your car? Oh, yeah, like an yeah. extra roof? On top yeah, of- <laughs> I feel like I drive around like a mushroom. With like a- <laughs> Uh, before we get into anything, I just got to ask, because I already asked the other guys, how was your Thanksgiving? Because this is the week after Thanksgiving. It was really very lovely, actually. Nice. No family debates about no, politics or was, fights or anything. Uh, it, was actually, it was actually really, really nice. We had a couple of new faces. That's nice. Um, with, you know, my, my nieces and my cousins and their significant others. And um, it was just great. It's funny, as I get, I was saying on the podcast last week, as I get older, I feel like my Thanksgivings have actually gotten smaller because my family's sort of splintered out and Christmas has sort of become our big holiday. Mm-hmm. So we don't really do Thanksgiving as a family anymore. Thanksgiving's become very mellow for me now. Like it's, I'm kind of disappointed. So as I get older, 
if I ever get myself like a nicer house, like a bigger house. See, mine I'd like is, to make it my uh, mine was long because we do the Black Friday thing. Um, oh man, I and was it's gonna... uh, it's almost kind of embarrassing because I feel like it's not really cool to do that anymore. But it's um, more of tradition for us. So I was, you know, I was. Uh, my niece hosted for the first time, so I told her that I would help. So sure. Wednesday night, I was helping her prep. So I didn't, I didn't even go out this year on right. Wednesday, oh, like I, either. like I uh, would have ten years ago. Oh yeah, no, um, I, I wanted to, and then as the evening grew upon me, I was like, nah, I'm fine. Yeah. I got a long day. And tomorrow. then Thursday was long, and then we were out shopping at four thirty. Did you go? So you have more patience than I do. It must be, I think, uh, because I was there. I went shopping on not on Black Friday during the day during the morning. I went at like three o'clock. My yeah. mom. I was going to get a new TV. My mom's meeting me there. She's like, let's go at three. Everything will be dead by then. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think everything's going to be dead by yeah. then. She's like, no, it will be. And uh, the part that drove me the most crazy while I was there was not actually being in the store with people, was driving into the complex. The, it was yeah, a nightmare. through the parking lots. But you were there early in the morning. What was that yeah, like? Yeah, actually, that's a hot tip is uh, if you really want the sales and you want to avoid the people go to the stores that are open 24 hours and go in between because they do like two shifts now they do like the 5 p.m thursday to Mm -hmm. like midnight or two or something and then they do like 7 a.m to close on friday but couple stores like um are open 24 hours so Mm -hmm. we hit up those and then we like went to target for like 7 a.m and and that's like the uh, most traditional like black friday experience where you're like waiting for the doors to open and everyone's in line and (laughs) are you are you uh, done shopping now I did a lot today, Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday, I, I was going to ask you. Got some good Cyber Monday sales. I'm pretty close. There's a couple things I want to do, some local stuff. So, um, like, I want to go to the farmer's market and some of the holiday markets and get a couple, like, more personalized local stuff. Well, you were at the farmer's market this weekend. Uh, you know, this is objective. There's, like, three things I want to talk about objectively while you're here today. Uh, yeah. One of them is that we've closed the season pretty much for Made Utica stuff at Handshake yeah. City for the year. Yep. Uh, the park is closed down for the wintertime. It's over for now. Now, I I always ask this question to people because I'm not exactly sure, especially with us uh, being all in this together, uh, how to answer this kind of question. How do we quantify whether this year was successful or not? Like, what do we look at when we look back at the year and we go, did we... Well, for me, I think it was wildly successful, and I I look at a couple of different things. Um, The first thing I did this year that was different than last year is I started logging volunteer hours. You know, and, and that includes like Justin and I, but we're, we are volunteers, so those those sure. are truly volunteer hours. And then, you know, when you guys come down, or we had different like Hamilton College come down, or you know, all of those, and it was it was crazy. It was up to you know it, during some of the busy months, we were like a hundred hours a week, mm-hmm. you know, at times, <laughs> yeah. and that's that's wild and. Um, then you look at the number of events and we had about twice as many events. I mean, granted we had a longer season, yeah. but, um, the events were different. We had only one, I mean, this had, we have nothing to do with this, but we only had one rain out. Um, yeah, we had a new thing. We did a couple of night events. We did the movie. We did the haunted house. I want to talk about the haunted house very quickly. Uh, I loved it. I thought we did a yeah. great job. I wish if I can go back and do that again. I wish we would have done one more night. I know we couldn't. Yeah. I know we couldn't have. I know it came together at the last minute, and I know it was basically a pilot for or like, two weekends, like two, we- two yeah, Saturdays, two separate things. You know, yeah, next year. Uh, it was a shame because we never really got any footage of it either. We tried really hard to get like pictures, and it just it doesn't it didn't work. <laughs> didn't didn't do it justice. No, for sure. Do we? This is a hard question to ask, and I guess this is a serious question to ask. So yeah. I put on my journalistic face. Uh, what do we? 
what do we know for next year? Like, what do we actually know for, for next we year? We know for next year the same as we knew at this point this last, point year, last year, pretty much. Um, no, seriously, we are very, you know, confident that we will continue. Um, a couple things might change. We mm. might shift the location of the containers, which actually could be a good thing because mm. it will enable us to have power and yeah. to do a couple things, you know, power in the vendor stalls and um, just be a more realistic for long-term stay sure. by moving the containers closer to the Massey Warehouse building mm-hmm. where we also are. But, you know, we felt like we worked very well with the city this yeah. year. You know, Mayor Palmieri came to a couple of our events, and mm-hmm. um, that was really nice to see him experience it and, you know, his presence there. And the city was great. They were very helpful with us in, in certain things. And I think it was a, a multi, um, mutually beneficial relationship. So I'm although we have nothing written that doesn't sure. really that matter that much because I'm, I'm pretty confident that okay. um, we'll continue as usual. Well, no more, obviously, towards the spring, but... You know what it feels like to me sometimes when we're doing, like, main Utica stuff, especially, like, when this year and toward the end of this year when uh, I go back to some of the highlights for me for the year, like, the, the server sprint yeah. was a lot of fun. And, like, yeah. that, was, that was a lot of, like, That was I, different. I just think about a lot of, like, uh, of those moments, and I think about, like, a show on television like The Office, like Parks and Recreation yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. And about how, like, we it didn't really settle into what it was going to be until, like, the second season or the third season. And I feel like we, this was, like, our, our second season. Yeah. Like, really, and I was, I'm always surprised even at, like, the events we have now. Like, because I almost expect now when we have these events, we're going to see certain people who are always there. Supporters will always show up, right? The, the Ken mm-hmm. and Amy's of the world. Yeah. People who are there for everything, no matter what they do, they love to support us. There's always a surprising amount of people who show up who this is their first time. And that's the part that always throws me off. Like, wow, we're still reaching... Like, new people. Yeah. There's always new people, and I always wonder... Which like, is good. Yeah. That's the goal, you know? And mm. it's funny because, you know, Justin always thinks, like, oh, everyone should know who we are. But <laughs> um, And this is something This is something that I actually I take from yeah. New York Sash, too, because, you know, New York Sash has a very high presence in the community, but I love when people don't know who we are because that means there's still more mm. work to be done, essentially. Yes. There's still more marketing to be done. Or with me and Nuka, there's still more people to reach and community to, to get out there and... Um, more events to throw mm. and, and all of that stuff. And, and one thing I actually um, I'm very proud of also is that we when you, you asked me before about success, um, we last year was our first year. We had an amazing grant from the Community mm-hmm. Foundation, and and they did give us money this year as well. But they did not give us as much money this year because you know it's our second year, and um, we raised more money than last year by just individual yeah. people contributing um, we had great. a lot of the members and the dog members and we had businesses that were partnering with us and and I think that's a, a real sense of pride yeah. for all of us because it shows that people believe in what we're doing yeah so um, that alone means that next year we have the fan base and the support yeah. and you know people that uh, you know like um, a dog's day out um, Jim yeah. and Marcy he has supported us and the first year with Barks and Brews, this mm-hmm. year with Barks and Brews, and he was gonna do the Halloween, Halloween yeah. event, that and you know, but but we know that we can go to him next year to, to work on another cool thing together, and and he'll he'll be there. Yeah. So, uh, as always, I'm very proud of the work that we've done. Yeah. You guys particularly deserve a lot of credit that I don't think you guys always get. However, my highlight of this entire year will still be the one frame of you 
and Zach from the Halloween when KTV went to cover you with you with the knife in your head and Zach dressed as Pennywise. I want to frame yeah. that and put it on my wall. It's my I look terrible. <laughs> I mean, I was supposed to look terrible. I had zombie makeup on and it's a knife so in my good. head. It's so good. But oh man, that and you know that's kind of the epitome because we can always still like have fun and laugh, right? <laughs> Uh, no, look, it's, it's the thing that I think is important. Like one of the things too, I always heard, which is like a thing people say when we were younger growing up, was like, don't go into business with your friends. Yeah. It's like, you know, then, you know, and, yeah. and I'm sure, I'm, and over the years, I'm sure we've all had, you know, issues that arise oh, from that. I'm not easy. I know that. <laughs> like when I have things in my head a certain way. But, but uh, also though, when you're in it with people who you care about, it makes it that much more important because you are all fighting for the same thing and it yeah. feels like you've, it's it's nice. I mean, it feels like a big extended family in a way that uh, I know everyone else seems to enjoy and feels very strongly connected to, which is great. So, And I think that it's because we're all volunteers, it's all of our kind of side hustle. Mm. So we, you know, it's not the same as like a traditional business where day in, day out, you know, I mean, oftentimes it is day in and day out with, <laughs> with handshake, but um, we're all there because we want to be there. Yeah. You know? It's it's funny, too. Like Even now, we still get people who just show up all the time, even if we don't yeah. necessarily ask. They're here to help well, just because like they Ken want and Amy, to. Yeah. Like you mentioned earlier, you know, all of the photography services yeah. that they donated mm-hmm. um, throughout the year is, like, incredible to me and, like, makes my heart feel warm and fuzzy <laughs> because they don't have to do that. That's work for them, yeah. but they do it anyway. Uh, MadeInUnica.com, obviously, Handshake.City, MadeInUnica on Twitter, which I'm never sure, I still, to this day, I'm never sure if it's you or Justin it's tweeting. It depends on to... if there's capital letters or not, usually, that's how you can tell. Or if it's about America's Got Talent. Or if it's abrasive. <laughs> yeah, if it's abrasive, or if it's about America's Got Talent, or if it's, yeah, or about peanuts or something. And we, we are, we will be at the two more markets. That so was the other one, a little yeah. bit of merch and a little bit of, hmm. and everything that we're selling is going just to support rent over the winter, so. Gotta say. The dad hats. The dad hats are my, selling hot. My goodness. What we a great get, call. We got some new Christmas tree ornaments that haven't made their way down to the studios yet. Yes, they I will. Uh, Justin made me two. I don't know if they're... I don't are they the rejects? He gave me the two rejected Uticast magnets, which I have in my fridge now, which I'm very excited for. One of these days, I'm going to get around to doing uh, Uticast merch. What's something you'd like to do merch-wise we haven't done yet? <clears throat> Like, I would say, we've, we've done magnets, Well, obviously. the hats was my thing. Hats was great. That yeah, was that call. was my thing. I really wanted to... I love the keychains. Uh, We're great. Yeah, too. the keychains are good. Um, but yeah, I just, I really wanted to do the dad hats. Are we, do we have a Made in Utica coffee mug? We have the Handshake City no, coffee mug. No, we haven't we I haven't love done, this coffee mug. It's yeah. one of my all-time favorites. <laughs> There's like multiple versions floating around my office, like New York Sash office. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's always funny. We have to initial the bottoms of them. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's the best mug. No one wants to share it because it's it's uh, just big and sturdy. Well, I've been uh, corrupted by Justin because uh, now if I drink a cup of coffee, it's got to be a big giant cup. I can't have a normal, regular-sized yeah. person's cup of coffee. It's got to be a big, whopping butcher <laughs> cup. Um, so let's let's move away from Made in Utica for just a moment. Uh, let's talk about the other gig because you are a Renaissance woman as well. You're all over the place. You do tons mm-hmm. of work. Uh, let's talk about New York Sash. You got promoted. You're I don't know what your, your new what's your new job title? Vice President Vice of President. Marketing and Culture. Marketing and Culture. So wow. I was already doing the the marketing. So mm-hmm. that's continuing. You know, um, and now I have this new role, which mm-hmm. is sort of leading the company into, you know, the Net, well, it's sort of interesting because we just celebrated our 30th anniversary. Mm. So, wow. um, Scott, Scott Hayes, yeah, yeah, my, my boss, my brother-in-law, he always says, you know, he, we need someone to 
get us into the next 30 years. So, I love Scott. I had him on the podcast a long time ago to yeah. talk about Teddy Bear talking, uh, Teddy Bear Toss. And for whatever reason, he've never, he's never come back around to do it. And it's not that I've never, yeah. we just haven't been able to match. I love Scott, though. Yeah. Uh, and we were talking about the Halloween thing. He was more excited than almost anybody to show up with all this Halloween stuff. He, he loves Halloween. I think mostly he just was excited to <laughs> unload it off of his, out of his attic. But, um, yeah, he's great. He's great because he's very supportive. He's one of the reasons why I'm so highly involved in the community. He, mm-hmm. I mean, we cultivate that at New York Sash. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things we're going to talk about is the Teddy Bear Toss, which is yeah, in yeah. its 15th year. We support the Red for Missing Children. We support the Bard and Mudfest. You know, pretty much all of the things that um, I also support through my own personal endeavors is because of, of Scott and Jill and um, kind of the the... You know, they have instilled these yeah. traits in their employees mm-hmm. that they want to be a community-minded company. Mm-hmm. They want people, their employees, to give back. And uh, he's what makes it possible for me to even, you know, be able to support Made in Utica stuff as well. You know what I think is really impressive about New York's Ash as a company, too, for um, New York's Ash, and I don't know how where the, where this starts or where, you probably know better than I would. Um, New York's Ash has always done a really good job of promoting themselves in the community and being a part of events. Like, I knew... New York Sash as a thing before I knew you were involved in it yeah. and before I knew what New York Sash was. I just didn't even know that it, I was like, oh, what is this? When I was yeah. still asking, what is New York Sash, right? Yeah. Like that that question. That, yeah, which yeah. Um, we're a home improvement company. I mean, yeah. that's what we do. We, we install windows, doors, bathrooms, mm-hmm. siding. Um, we help we help people, mm-hmm. like, I guess, essentially, we help people make their homes better mm-hmm. and more comfortable. But I'm sure that was, like, a, an, a marketing directive somewhere along the way. Like, we have to be, like, a part of this community if we want people to, yeah. like, engage with us. Like, some, someone, I'm sure, I want to be the first person. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, our slogan is, is sort of, uh, we work really hard every day to be the best home improvement company. Mm-hmm. Um, because home improvements are actually a very scary thing for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Because you have to trust someone to come into your home to work on your house um, because these were literally sending people into their to their homes mm. to be around their family to be around their children um, to not mess up their you know their where they live where they spend their time and um, there's a lot of horror stories out there oh, of yeah. people who don't do it properly and people who don't do it right and um, you know to be trustworthy you know what builds trust and, and that's you know being present people have to know who you are in order to trust you um, you know, a lot of our business is reputation. So um, whether people know, and oftentimes it's not even customers that, that refer us, it's just people that know our name. They know who we are because we have the TV show, we have CNY's Open House, and then we're doing these, you know, various community events as well. And then we have, we have about 15,000 customers in and around the Mohawk Valley. So a lot of it is referrals as well. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too. I feel like when you work in a, when you do that sort of community interaction, it does probably lead to a lot of good word of mouth as well, which is a big part of this, too, right? Is people yeah. say, oh, we had a great experience with. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, then, and then that's sort of kind of what I'm going to continue to build on in my, my new role is the, the culture. So not, not only just the culture of, of what we're presenting to the community, which we already have a, a very strong presence, do a good job of, mm. job of but. Um, internally, you know, making sure our employees are happy because you only do it well with a company. And and there's dozens of companies around here that that I could I would never, but I could name names who don't treat their employees well and yeah. just have high turnover. And you know, if you want to have a high quality product, 
you want to succeed, you have to have happy people mm. working for you behind your office doors because, mm. you know, for me, I spend most of my day at work. I spend more time. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's just a living life, yeah. right? The, the, you spend more time in your office than you do in your own, yes. you know, doing your living your own <laughs> life. So, um, increasingly so is we get to a time in our generation where I feel like we take a lot of work home with us now. Like we yeah. take a lot of stuff back to our house to work on it some more. Right? And if, if you're not, um, gen, you know, generally enjoying what you're doing or believe in a greater, you know, that you and like your coworkers or you think that, that you're happy there, you can see yourself growing and succeeding, then why would you bother putting an extra 10% or anything in? So. Um, now, I want to do Teddy Bear Toss because I yeah. have some other stuff that I want to talk and I feel like we will get off track if I, I don't talk about Teddy Bear Toss. So this is what you said. 15. This is my favorite thing that I work on all year <laughs> round. Um, I've been I've been in New York Session a long time. I mean, since 2008 full time, which is right after mm-hmm. college. But, you know, it's my family business. So really, since I was in Proctor Middle School, whenever yeah. you're old enough to get yeah, working yeah. papers. But, you know, dependably... 14. Um, this is the 15th year of the Teddy Bear Toss, so, oh, gosh, I was 18, well, the first one, you know, 18, and uh, it's just such a feel-good thing that you can't help but actually enjoy putting it together, and, you know, there's a, it's not just something that we buy, like, we don't just give money to the sure. college, and it's the Utica College pioneers hockey you know we don't just give money to them and then it happens it's i don't think people realize that there is a substantial amount of effort that also oh, goes yeah. into it you know from well i mean i guess i should say what it is. do you think everybody knows what it is well i was just gonna say i can give you a quick <laughs> run so for anyone who has not been to uh, the new york sash teddy bear toss it is a hockey game that takes place at the utica odd which i i know it's a different name now Adirondack 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 Center. Center. i know i know um and it happens every year. It's always Utica College versus some other team. Last mm-hmm. year was Morrisville. I, I don't remember who it is. This year is Morrisville. This year is Morrisville. Okay. Yep. Uh, and you have to correct me if I'm wrong. It's the first Utica College goal that Utica College yes. scores. So the first time Utica College scores a goal, uh, people will throw teddy bears, which they've brought to the game, onto the ice, uh, at which point in time the game stops. We collect a ball of teddy bears. Uh, and those teddy bears are then uh, given to local families through a collaborative toy drive with partners Operation Sunshine, Marine Corps Toys, uh, Tots, and a handful of local schools and organizations. Yep. That was my byline. <laughs> it's not bad, right? Yeah. Um, it's a really amazing experience. Like, I, as someone, yeah, you've who, been you've been is, out oh, there is, on the ice with us. This is probably my, this would be the fifth year I think in a row, fourth or fifth year, and I'm annoyed. Uh, for the last few years, I've been bragging that I get the best shots for you the main Utica stuff. You always catch it on camera. Last year. Not nah, missed yeah. it. Totally missed it. I got a lot of flack from Justin and a lot of the people I was there with. So this year I have to double down and get a better shot this year. But I, I, I love it. It really is. And it was weird this one year not catching it on camera. Yeah. I actually got to just sort of watch it. It really is. A, it's so. It's it's wondrous to see. I don't know how to, to describe see. it. And you know, each year we get about four thousand yeah. teddy bears, and um, to see them literally just like rain down onto the ice and they just keep coming they come and they come and they come <laughs> it goes longer than you think it goes longer than you think and it's come a long way too you know in the beginning the whole concept was that um you brought a teddy bear to the game and you got it for free so yeah. that's how you know we we kicked off this whole idea um was yeah who wouldn't want to go for to get a free ticket so yeah, you're yeah. bringing a bear 
And um, but we used to get those early days. We used to get, oh my God, we we call them the reject, the rejected bears, so <laughs> the dirty ones that yeah, someone was lived under someone's bed, of, <laughs> you know. And now um, the game sells out every year. It's already been sold out since September, and nice. people really do a good job of uh, of bringing like new because they do. They go, they go. I mean, you listed the the companies, but they go to local kids like oh, all yeah. of them go to this community well it's nice to know that something you give is actually going to physically go to someone and and do something nice right a lot of times yeah. you give like a dollar for something and it's like okay here's a is this going yeah, to some corporate headquarters yeah. or and, yeah, you write um, you write your name on that little piece of paper and they hang it up on the wall or whatever and you know we sort of act as like a i, I guess you can say like a collection for these toys and then the agencies come and pick them up and you know so we don't really see the kids where they go because we operation sunshines works with agencies like catholic charities salvation army um you know those norton the neighborhood center so they're kind of on the hands-on giving them mm-hmm. they put them with the kids you know toys but um it's interesting for the last couple of years we've really been helping out some local school teachers and uh, I mean, you. I know we you're certainly with older. Need help. Uh, you you probably you know you are with older kids, but still, you know, a lot yeah. of the Utica, a lot of Utica's population is below the poverty line, and oh yeah, and a lot oh, of these God. people either don't know where to go for help, or they don't. They're too pride proudful to mm. take advantage of agencies for help, and and oh, you yeah. know, sometimes it's the kids that they get you suffer because. We they always, just don't get anything. We, uh, for my program, we, you know, started the year, we collected a lot of stuff for kids, that, you know, that the students are asked to get for school. Yeah. Stuff we had to get, like binders, notebooks, pens, paper, all that kind of stuff. I'm always both shocked and, uh, and like, happy how quickly they go. They get taken up immediately because this stuff is just, you, you get, you take for granted yeah. how hard it is for some people to pull this together, especially when there's no support inside the household. Yeah. Not... Not from parents not trying because there's not resources to support kids. It's right. something I talk a lot about. In like my, I have a, a presentation coming up in a few weeks yeah. for like grad school stuff that I have to do about like uh, wealth inequality and like the income gap and like the ninety ten uh, income gap between like success rates and it's it's a real deal. Like it makes a big huge difference. It pushes that starting line back for kids to get to the like so far back. It's it's unf- it's it's very yeah. unfair. I'm off on a tangent. Let's go back to the teddy bear toss because uh, I want to yeah, ask. Yeah, but like those, yeah. um, just to wrap yeah, yeah. up the, what I was talking about yeah. is that the you know I actually get to meet these teachers. Yeah, and, yeah. And they send me you know pictures of their kids and and the kids all write letters and I have stacks and stacks of like handwritten letters from the kids and it's it's not just a it's not just a promo night for us. It's you know <laughs> it's uh, making an impact. Yeah. Uh, what date we have here for this? I wanted to make sure I, didn't, I couldn't see it on the it's, thing. It's uh, December 14th, so it's uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Very nice. Um, and it's obviously at the, the Adirondack Bank Center. Very nice. Um, I have a little giveaway oh. for your oh, listeners. Oh, I love it. Yes, let's do it. So uh, we got to promote that you know, the only way to enter is they got to listen to one. So you can't you can't peep the, the, the URL, but if anyone wants to enter... And uh, go to uticateddybeartoss.com and put in the little, there's a little message that says, um, what home improvement are you looking for? Because it's a New York Stash site. Sure. But if uh, if someone puts Uticast in there, we'll give them some extra chances. To oh, win. wow. Yeah. Oh, so wow. I'll, I'll give a pair of tickets to Uticast listener. But, oh, I love it. 
Gotta go to the website. I Utica, love it. Utica Teddy Bear Toss. Free tickets for the Teddy Bear Toss. Oh man, this is great. And you know, it's crazy. That's been sold. Like I said, it's been sold out since September, and people come from the all they call, crawl out of the woodwork asking for tickets all the time. Mm. Even uh, Cochin and says his phone basically rings nonstop from like mid November to the game time. So. You heard it here, folks. Even even Gary the Brain Heenan, he can't get you tickets. But Katie, she love can get Co- you too. Love Coach Heenan. UdicaTeddyBearToss.com uh, slash Udicast in the answer box. I'll, the answer uh, I'll, box. I'll post that in there. Uh, all right. Before I let you go, because uh, I've let you longer than I expected already, and I know Heather's on the way to finish up because she's had a long night. She had to yeah. go pick up her kid from Trenton. I don't even know where that is. Where's Trenton, New York? Up north on the way. I think it's, it's on the way up 12 Oof. north. I'm going to give her a hard time when she gets here. Uh, just for fun. Uh, all right. So Christmas, Thanksgiving's over. Christmas season is now officially upon us. Uh, is your Christmas tree out already? Have you thought about Christmas tree? No, but I do real trees, and uh, so now it's about time. So I have a couple quick lightning round Christmas-themed questions to ask you here before okay. we close out for the day. Uh, the first one, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, this is really tough. i got to give you, like, a top three. Okay, top okay. three. Um, the Santa Claus original. Santa Claus, yep. Tim Allen, my guy. <laughs> Love it. I really like uh, um, Miracle on 34th Street. Mm-hmm. I like the different versions. I can't narrow them down. The newer one, like, too? The I, new I, and the old I one. I still went in the theaters. Um, and then I love Home Alone, and it reminds me of my grandma. I, I only had one grandparent that I've ever known, and she, she died when I was eight. But mm-hmm. I remember um, watching it with her, and, and her, her, like laughing so hard she was like peeing her pants and and like just it was it's such like a close memory to me because like I said I didn't really remember very much and uh now I just I love it we're gonna get to it in a second but I, I just watched the episode of that show on Netflix me too about I watched it yesterday it the movies good. that made yeah. us yeah <laughs> That was yeah. good. I like it. I watched that one, and I watched the one after it about Ghostbusters. Uh, Ghostbusters. Me too. I'm saving Die Hard because that's like my my big like my favorite. I love Die Hard, and I didn't watch Dirty Dancing yet because I'm kind of waiting to see what Parkinson. I didn't about watch it. it either because I felt like he would be mad if I watched it with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Um, okay, so this is an interesting one. When you were a kid, and you would come down to the house to Christmas, you celebrate Christmas obviously growing up, like mm-hmm. did the whole. Yeah. Uh, there's gifts from your parents, and there's gifts from Santa Claus, right? Did Santa Claus wrap your Christmas presents? Yeah, everything was wrapped. Really? So Santa Santa gifts also wrapped? Yeah. Not you? No, I've had this debate with Angela before, because <laughs> Santa did not wrap. House Christmas presents from the family were wrapped. The presents from Santa were just presented just there. in front of the fireplace, hmm. right? As if he had just left them there. So I grew up under the impression that Santa did not wrap your presents. He just dropped them off. Did you used to get big your bigger presents from Santa or from your family? Santa. Yeah. But <laughs> it's changing now. Have you heard this? No. They're, uh, they're like, you know, saying now that because, you know, Santa can't afford the same things for all kids oh. that Santa should be bringing the smaller items and That's then the bigger gifts should be from your kids so that, you know, kids aren't you know. comparing their presents saying, well, huh. why did Santa give you this iPod when, or iPad, iPod, they don't even make iPods anymore, <laughs> iPad, and all I got was this coloring book, you know. That's true. That's a good point. Because you got to shift the paradigm. Your parents can give you whatever they want, but Santa should have a... a, Sort of a... Like a Christmas socialism. I like this. This is good. No, this is great. Uh, (laughs) No, I I think it's interesting, too, because um, my niece and nephew, during the the Thanksgiving parade, they had a float, and it was the elf on the shelf. 
and they were sort of like talking about it, like degrading. <laughs> like they were making fun of the elf on the shelf. But I was like, wait, are you guys doing elf on the shelf? Like, oh yeah. I'm like, wait. <laughs> Are you so? Are you in on this still? Can I like make fun of this now? Or are you? Are you or I can't. <laughs> been, t- uh, yeah. I think they're. I think. I think my nieces and nephews are all out on yeah. everything. My older nieces understand probably that they need to keep their mouth shut. Yeah. And be nice about it so they can still get gifts. Yeah. I. I think Clever. maybe one of my nephews is still sort of. Uh, emotional enough doesn't to... want to say it because if he says it then you can't go back from it i actually i gotta be honest i don't remember when yeah. i came upon the big conclusion yeah. i don't remember i like, like that we're not saying it because no. just in case <laughs> just in some case. of the listeners just in case. i don't remember when i came i, don't, I wonder it. what your uh, 16 under listening <laughs> my 16 yeah my yeah my <laughs> or 12, 12 under, 16 whatever. yeah <laughs> uh no i wonder yeah I, I i don't remember like it wasn't you see it in like movies sometimes or in like a song or something like that there'll be like some big climactic moment, right? But I don't remember any sort of like yeah. maybe just like the ones in the mall. Yeah. <laughs> like you'd be like, mm, that's weird. Something yeah. weird about that. Yeah. Alright, this is a, this is an easier one for you. Uh colored lights or white lights? Oh, I do both. You do both. You mix them. Not mm. um not mm. in a scenario. Mm. So they have to if they're outside they have to be all white or all color if they're on the tree mm-hmm. they have to be all white or all color but okay. i like both of them so like i might have all colored on my tree inside but i might have white lights outside on my bushes I go... so you can't you can't do like and like my biggest pet peeve is when people do blue lights and they're like blue not, lights not the right shade though so they have like multiple or even white i guess but like if they have multiple strands and <laughs> they're not the same so like, yeah, shades yeah. i'm like come on get it together i mean Christmas lights are a huge like I, I like Christmas lights. I think they look great. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people just throw out Christmas lights when they're done. They don't last very long. Yeah. Like you get like what, maybe two years out of a set of Christmas lights before they start getting cold and a nasty. couple years ago I, I uh convinced myself to buy like the new like LED ones, which I was oh. like, This is such a rip off, I can't believe I'm doing this but I've had them like probably like six years now, so because uh, I like the I like the big bulbs, you the know, big the, thick bulb. Okay, so the very like old school style bulbs. I've gone I've gone through like an algorithm in this. I, I used to like when I was a kid, colored only. Yeah. Don't don't hit me with those those white lights. And if you can do something wild with the lights, like make them like yeah. you know do a spiral or something. Yeah. Now, I think I used to like also the big seventy style lights. Like yeah. If you can get me the big like yep. those ones. Now I feel like those look a little sad now if you don't have enough of them. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's a little, <laughs> a little rough looking. Uh, so now I think I've come back around on white lights. Yeah. I think I'm back around on white. I think it looks nice when you're driving by. Somewhere, yeah. Like when I see houses that, in the street that I like. They oh, look yeah, more like one. picturesque with the snow. And Do you think people are decorating their houses less in general? I feel like when I was younger, we used to drive around, me and my mom, like when we would go back from yeah. like events. And we would do a game where we would guess how many houses would be decorated for Christmas yeah. between where we were. And on the way home. And we would do like over under bed. She's like, yeah. I think there'll be 15. I'm like, I'll be, you know. Now I feel like I'm lucky if I see 10 to f- ten houses in general. I think, well, this year I think um, Thanksgiving it was a week later and it screwed a lot of people yes. up. Um, I It's interesting. I, I think that a lot of people decorate for kids. Mm. I mean, not everyone. But I do think a lot of people decorate for kids. And I guess like when we were younger, we probably paid more attention to because That's true. I do, th- I did that too. Like I remember sitting in the backseat with my mom and like counting, like counting, counting the decorations. And and now sometimes I just think that like I'm so busy or I'm I'm dream, you know, driving and thinking about my 
shopping list that yeah. I don't pay as much attention to it. That's just getting but, older. Um, <laughs> it's just yeah. like getting older, I being cynical. <laughs> yeah. I hope not. I hope that people don't ever stop decorating. I'm very much no, a like kid it. when it comes to Christmas stuff. Yeah, Christmas is, uh, it's funny. I Again, I, I feel like I go through phases with it, but as I get to my mid-30s now, uh, which is weird to say, yeah. um, this is probably the only time of year I do get to see most of my family. We yeah. still sort of commit to doing this all together. And it is, this is probably, we don't do this for other holidays. So yeah. I, my, if nothing else. It's like a very sentimental holiday too, or nostalgic. I yeah. Guess. You know, we, we grew up, like, we weren't religious or anything. We didn't do like the, the Jesus-y version of the holiday. It was yeah. mostly just like the christmas and gifts and presents and we do a lot of like uh, we do white elephant christmas or or whatever yeah. uh yankee swap there's a million different names yeah. for it we we do like sort of the commercial side of christmas but yeah there's yeah, something very like I, I think it's more of the feeling of yeah like um you know regardless of what you believe in or what your traditions are or anything like that it's more of just like the feeling of like togetherness, togetherness yeah you know and i got a big family too that goes along yeah it's nice that we also have Okay, this is one that's tough for me. We have a lot of little kids now. Yeah. We have triplets that are very small oh. and a lot of little kids on the other side. Yeah. It's gotten real loud. Yeah. It's, it's always been loud, but now I'm noticing how I loud got it is. I got 10 nieces and nephews, so I hear you. Uh, give me one book, album, movie, or show you are currently reading, listening to, or watching. Um, since we already talked about the movies. We, <laughs> yeah, book, album, movie, or show. We just got a ton of vinyl albums from... My dad, actually, a, a family friend passed away, and mm. he was like, uh, um, my dad sort of took care of him. He used to live above my, in one of my parents' apartments, and he, my dad literally brought over a ton of old vinyl. Yeah, like, yeah. old, and a lot of them are country, so it's really funny because <laughs> I'm like, not necessarily ones that I would ever listen to, but um, um, we're sort of making our, our way through that. We got... Um, Dolly Parton and uh, a lot of Johnny Cash just to uh, listen to some Johnny Cash vinyl so I thought god I sound so hipster like ooh this vintage vinyl that I, I just came into but it is one of the more pretentious things I've gotten into in my life but it does yeah. sound better on the vinyl I mean I'm it consuming does. stuff all the time so it's uh, when you ask me that question I always like to think of something that has more of a story to it than the 19 episodes of <laughs> Friends I watched yesterday are you listening to the Office podcast I don't like it. You don't like it. I've had sort of ups and downs with it. Um, Their voices are, they just sound like scripted or like, they're just, they just sound too much. Like they sound like they're trying to be their office characters as opposed to just talking like themselves or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's not, uh, I get some interesting information from it. And I will say, I like that they're pretty short. I like, that they're, they're I like, not like the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's a little bit, it's tough because it's like, it's very clear that they're friends and yeah. like they want to be like friends with each other. And I'm like, can you tell me more facts about the yeah. office? <laughs> I'm, uh, I've listened to like no podcast. I feel like I'm, yeah. I'm so out of time lately. I've been so. We just... listen, Justin and I listen to the criminal one all the time because it's, they vary from like 22 minutes to like 45 mm. minutes. So, you know, they're, they're all in, and, and they're not always like true crime like murder they're like yeah, yeah. some of them are very historical like old some of them are like very random so it's it's anything about any sort of crime at all it's not just the gory yeah, yeah. you know m- missing kids or anything like that uh i gotta ask you too before i let you go because justin told me you guys went to see you guys saw the mr rogers movie yeah did you like it i did yeah i liked it a lot it was interesting because it wasn't so much about Mr. Rogers as it was about, which I'm sure he told you about because yeah. he didn't like that for that yes, reason. Yes, he, he made that very clear It's me. about a 
a writer who writes a feature story on Mr. Rogers for Esquire, which mm-hmm. is it's part of a true story, and it's about the writer and his internal struggles with forgiveness and his family. And, and it is about Mr. Rogers, but it's not, if that makes sense. It's yeah. about how Mr. You know, interviewing Mr. Rogers sort of turned his life around, and then you learn a lot about Mr. Rogers in the process. So, Is Hanks in the movie, like, for most... Phenomenal. Is he guys? Yeah. He's always phenomenal, but phenomenal. Like he was the perfect person to play that. Um, in typical fashion, I did forget to ask you, uh, have you still been doing work with Michelle on Levitt stuff? I see you've been yeah. voting it all the yeah. time. So I went and voted wait, for it. waiting until December 20th to know if it comes yeah. back for another year, and then we'll some do some of the fun stuff, like nailing yeah. down some bands that we want to work with and stuff like that. Jeez. So just waiting until... How do you find time to do anything for yourself anymore? Yeah. <laughs> never. Just never. <laughs> yeah. I actually, uh, you know, real. it's actually, this new promotion network is actually nice because it actually does give me a reason mm-hmm. to, um, I've already said no to a couple of things that I did last year that I just, yeah. I just physically can't do this year. And it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a, it's a good excuse and, and, um, you know, it's, this the past couple of weeks have been quieter for mm. me and it's nice it's nice to like go home after work and and not i mean part of that's just winter and slowing down but can i ask you a promotion question just in yeah, general before we sure. let you so when i got promoted earlier this year i had people now working directly underneath me also in the role that i used to be i am uh, a pretty uh I take a lot of stuff on myself. It's sort of my mm-hmm. uh, my tendencies to do a lot of things on my own. I struggle to delegate work to yeah. other people. Is this something that you've come across at any point yeah. in the time? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think that um, no one else can do it the same way I can do it. Yes. Or it'll take <laughs> too long to train someone, so I might as well do it myself, which is so counterproductive. Yeah. yeah because yeah, yeah. every single week, that is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess I do do that where I, um, I, I mean, I have to now, mm. but, um, I did struggle with that too. And it's, it's also, it's also hard to just, uh, manage people that are like your peers as well. You know, like we're a small company in New York fashion, mm. um, you know, but it, it's hard to, to be the person to say you did this right or you did this wrong. You know. Well, it's also tough to let go of something that you yeah. are, feel is your in control. Like, I think about this all the time. Like, if for some reason I couldn't make it back to do an episode of the podcast or something, I was stuck in wherever, out yeah. of town. Trusting someone else to I do could, it. Like, yeah. Justin and Kevin and Heather, if I gave them the... Justin knows how to work the garage band, yeah. and Kevin knows how to do it, too. And they, and they would, the, they, absolutely. Yeah, they, they know how to do it, theoretically, Like even if it took them a little bit longer. And I'm sure they would do fun. I would be a wreck. Thinking yeah. about like, wait, what if what if this goes yeah. wrong or this goes wrong? Like, I wouldn't be able to handle it, and that's that's a me problem. Yeah, but they'd be fine. And saying I saying no yeah. and letting go. That's the that's saying, the resolution for the new it's year. Twenty twenty, saying no and letting go. That's my, that's my I like that. New it's year, new Kate and Sam. Uh, Kate, thank you so much. As always, again, folks, Utica TeddyBearToss.com. Answer Uticast and what you need. And uh, well, yeah, Tickets. well, I'll get you. I'm gonna promote it. Let me get it out here right now. Tickets. I'm gonna start selling stuff. I love this. I like it. Kate, thank you so much. Appreciate you as always. Uh, go say hello to Drexel and Baby and Woodstock for me and Queenie, of My course. Pets. Poor Queenie. I I, uh, I stopped. house. <laughs> Queenie's getting a little more. Uh, she's coming she's out a, a little more cat. now. She's coming out now. Yeah, she's comfortable. She hated Drexel. That's really what it was. She hated Drexel. Her third year of life was a total <laughs> boss because of Drexel, and now she's living her best life again. So. Uh, well, that's great. Living their best lives, uh, the whole Maiden Music crew. Uh, have a great holiday. Have a great new year, and I will see you. 2020. Yeah, 2020.
Okay, that might be the longest interview I've ever done with you. Good interview. A lot, yeah, a lot of times, well, a lot of times me and Kate are like, we're doing this and we're tired. <laughs> we're just like, we gotta do some stuff. Right, just like laying on the floor under the table. Yeah, half uh, napping hey guys. Uh, <laughs> No, but it was nice talking to Kate. Always a pleasure. Um, and she, you know, well-deserved promotion for Kate yes. for all the hard work Woo! she does over there. Uh, so thanks again. Uh, good news for you. I, I do have... Who's you? Uh, for Heather. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I do have... And for the listeners, I suppose. I mean, you gotta, they didn't know who you were. No, I know. I, know. Uh, I do have history lessons, but I didn't have enough time to print everything. I'm, again, I usually do this show mostly on my Google Drive. Is the where the blueprint of the show gets built? There's like a template, uh, and I was unfortunately. He's a blue drive. He has a template. It's a whole. Show? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Storyboards every that. episode. Yeah, oh, no, wow. he's got over one thousand drawings of you. <laughs> yeah, just you sitting there looking bemused. Uh, different yeah. expressions. Sports? Different oh. levels of hands covering this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I don't have proper history lessons. I just have some bullet point stuff that happened in history uh, this week. Famous bullets from history. Famous bullets from history. Uh, who is uh, Alexander Graham Bell? No, Alexander. Al- who's the other one? Who's the Ooh. guy? <laughs> who's the guy who shot uh, Hamilton? Burr. Barr. <laughs> Tony Barr. Burr. <laughs> hey, Burr. There Burr. you go. Yeah. Aaron Burr. There it is. Aaron Burr. Anyway, that's not this week's... <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Pandemonium in the studio. All right, uh, on this day, uh, 1823, Monroe Doctrine, the Monroe Doctrine was put into place. Heather, here's your trivia. Oh, What's the Monroe I'm Doctrine? Not, I have no idea. Come on, what did, the Monroe, what did the Monroe Doctrine forbid? I don't know. Kevin, do you know what the Monroe, Monroe Doctrine forbid? Uh, I don't know Forbid? It. Yes. No, I don't think so. It forbid European interference in the Western Hemisphere. Uh, yeah, mm. stay out of the Western in Hemisphere. In my head, I was thinking manifest destiny, but I realized that was separate. So when you said forbid, because if you had said permit, I would have said manifest destiny. That I was, think that might have been a little bit later. Yes, that was eighteen forty-five, which wow. was also this week when Mister Polk. Yeah, out. yeah. Oh, look at me! Look, <laughs> look at him! Me. I know. The king of segways. Oh. Heather. Uh, Heather. Yeah. Heck. Polk said that it is of <laughs> important. <laughs> uh, he said aggressive. Uh, Polk said that aggressive expansion was the only way for America in Manifest Destiny. Mm-hmm. President Polk in 1845. Nice. It was a big week for for taking over the country. <laughs> you know, I, it's funny. We were watching this and like uh, I'm like doing my shadowing in like the history classes, and I was watching. Um, I was watching the documentary about all the different presidents. It goes through all the different like ones in order. I think I would struggle to name... I forget what number it was that I tapped out on knowing them in order. It's tough, though. I used to know a lot more of them mm, in order. Did this, I, I did that uh, just recently. Like not Within the last six months, I sat down and did that with somebody. Yeah. They, how many presidents could name in, in a row? I don't want to talk about it. I think after five, I would draw a blank because like, on the spot right now, I'm like panicking after thinking about the Monroe-Madison combination. Yeah. But uh, So maybe six I can get through. Wow. It'd be easier for me, I think, to go backwards. As opposed to starting from the front. Like, start with most recent and work my mm-hmm. way back, maybe? That's what I remember when I was doing it. I started at the beginning as far as I could, then went back, and then filled out the middle that I remembered. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like, I know, like, Abraham Lincoln. Like, some of those guys in the middle where you've got, like, a specific number and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then go through, and then you sort of fill out from there to yeah. each side. Lincoln is 16, I think. That's a good... That's, like, the one I remember. Like, wait, so if Lincoln is 16, I can, like... That's a good idea. Tentpole presidents that you can sort of... Uh, yeah, yeah. And then build it around good. there. Uh, Heather, did you know Manifest Destiny? Were you aware of that one, I too? was totally aware of that one. I was going to save it for he did, but I didn't want to, you know, interrupt uh, him. 
On this day, uh, 1939, uh, LaGuardia Airport opens in Queens, the second airport in New York. Uh, I only bring it up because I actually kind of like LaGuardia Airport. It was like the the secondary crap airport if you didn't want to go to JFK. Although I will say, how many? I don't know how many times you've been on an airplane, uh, either of you guys, yeah. a lot. It never is easy. Like I've never gone through like the security process or gone through an airport where it was just like bing bang boom, everything worked perfectly. I always run across some sort of snag somewhere mm. along the way. Mm. And I wonder, like, I usually have a pretty smooth. Me run too. I've never, I've never yeah. run into like Air, Air luggage easy, problems. I feel or... like I feel like I'm maybe I'm just like bad luck, like bad news bears over here, and I always have like hard luck with this stuff. But I feel like it's always a delay. I always like changing gates at the last minute. It's always struggling to get through security. Like for I don't know, it, I, I have bad luck with that kind of Ooh, stuff. You riding dirty through security? <laughs> no, it's just that I'm, I, well, I get profiled. I got this beard. I got Middle Eastern. You know, Everybody's right? got a beard. <laughs> It's true. Have you uh, have you gone into the new security like thing? It's like the big glass tubes you have to walk yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's uh, that's that's What's something. That about? I haven't flown in a couple of years. It's like a like new five years. like it's a newer like instead of just you know hitting you with the the scanner. little scanner yeah. wand that they hit you with, mm-hmm. it, you actually walk into like a tube and they like oh. spin a yeah, thing yeah, around. Yeah, you hold your hands no. up in the air. It's wild. They can just do like a full scan through nice. for any kind of like. Like, if you had a knife tucked into your pants or whatever, yeah. they would just see it on the scan. Do you remember when we went to the Knicks game? And uh, yes. I had a couple uh, adult beverages. It was my birthday. And I went to the Knicks game. We paid a lot, you know, not a lot, lot, a lot of money, but enough money for these tickets that I really wanted to go to the game. And I had forgotten that I had my pocket knife on me when I went into Madison Square Garden. It was, like, my favorite pocket knife. It was, like, a really nice, like, yeah. heritage, like, keep oh, on your purse. I really person, liked you know. it. Just something to keep in your pocket and everyday carry. You had carry. to give it up? I had throw it out. Oh, they're not keeping. They're not. Madison Square Garden. The next game is so big. It's not like, hey man, can you hold this to the end? I'm never going to see you again. In hindsight, I should have tried to put it in my cigarette pack and just hope that they didn't find it. Like put it in my cigarette pack. As I guess I had to. No, put you would have busted on that metal detector. The metal detector. Yeah. Nothing to be done. Aww. You want to get real wild? We should have went back outside, and walked around, somewhere. found somewhere to stash it. Yeah, and then come back for it. Heather from the streets. That's right. I like that. Good. Block. Wait, what'd you say? I missed. So, you know, it. she knew stash it. It's just the same stash, thing I was saying. Stash box. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that. I don't know how we got the there box. from LaGuardia. <laughs> so that, anyway, if you need to stash a knife. <laughs> stash boxes. All right. And then on this day, 1943, uh, food rationing in the U.S. begins as, uh, as we attempt to save, uh, food and resources for the war effort. People would go so wild. I was wild. just thinking about that. If, they, if we, if we had a situation when we were back in some war and we had to implement food rationing mm. today, mm-hmm. oh, people would go wild. Yeah, so uh, this was to take place starting with meat and then canned foods, which, I mean, in 1943, there's probably less options for what your food is, too. Yeah. Like, you're, there's only so much stuff. It's not like a modern grocery store. A lot more right? people growing their own food back then, so yeah. you know, a lot more mm-hmm. people still living on, like, farms and family yeah. farms and stuff. So each household is limited, it says, to 48 points in a ration book. I wonder how that works out. Is it, like, so is a steak, like, Everything's three points? Or, value, yeah. Oh, God, that would be brutal. I'm starving. <laughs> I'm already hungry thinking about it. You haven't probably eaten dinner yet tonight, have you? No. What are you making for dinner? I'm having leftovers. Food rations. Food rations. <laughs> Food rationing. How much leftover do you have from Thanksgiving? You still got a bunch? I didn't make dinner, so we were at somebody else's. Did you take home food with you? Um, the baked beans and um, pumpkin pie. Yeah, We didn't take a lot home, so. You know, I got to tell you, I had a piece of pumpkin pie. I We didn't really talk about Thanksgiving at all, by the way. Uh, I had a piece of pumpkin pie over the Thanksgiving holiday. No, it was bad. It didn't this do it for, for me. Too. Yeah, it, it didn't do terrible. it for me. I usually get excited for a pumpkin pie. This was a downer. Mm. Yeah. My favorite part. How was your Thanksgiving? I forgot to ask you. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really, really good. It was really good one this year. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
What was the food item that you are still thinking about three days later, four days later? Um, I would say I kind of like the whole accommodation with the gravy, the turkey, the potatoes, and the stuffing. Mm-hmm. That whole triumvirate right there with a little bit of cranberry mixed in. You only really do it once a year, but... Angela's stuffing this year was like chef's kiss. It was, it was something. It was mm-hmm. very good. I ate a lot of it. What was your number one this oh, year? Nothing. Nothing. You didn't like any of it. Beans. Zach's, she had baked no, beans. listen. My baked beans were the only thing that was good. <laughs> Zach's aunts are wonderful women. Everybody knows, but they are the worst. It's whatever you catch. They're the worst cooks ever. Mm-hmm. They are terrible. Everyone will tell you the food is not good, and even stuffing wasn't good. And that's my favorite thing. Stuffing. What do they do like wrong? It just doesn't taste good. I don't understand how they mess any of it up. Under seasoned or what? Everything. Yeah. Salt. Usually the problem. Something. It's just not good. They make a jello mold too. Ugh. Oh, you know what? You know what's funny oh, though. A jello mold. I actually read like a really interesting write up. I think it was like New York, mm-hmm. uh, like the New York Times or whatever, did like a write up on the history of like jello molds and how oh. they became like a thing in American like culinary. It's actually pretty wild, Just... like, because jello used to be like you use it for savory dishes, yeah. which seems yeah. so gross <laughs> in hindsight, like a savory you ever had a ham before? and jello salad, like. Bleh. No, thank you. It's disgusting. <laughs> I don't care for Jello in the Jello pudding. Hit me with that, but I don't care for like any sort of gelatin style Jello as I get Jello. Nah, you are. I like Jello. This the texture of it is not my favorite. I that's not Jello mold. I mean, the texture doesn't really bother me. I think in foods. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know something about it. When I was a kid, I used to like to make like the Jello jigglers, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that was more just the process of like cutting them out into like shapes and stuff that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Did you have a flavor of Jello you liked the best? Are you green and red? Um, no, I mean, I like to mix it up. I like to do the different things. I remember they would make it in a big pan because there were always a ton of us running around when we were kids. They would slice it in cubes. Yep. You yep. slice it long way and slice it and serve it in cubes. And I was like eating the cubes. I thought that texture was cool because you're eating like these sweet little like sugar cubes. I had a jello shot at a party this weekend. Oh. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Shout how out about, to you. How about you? Yeah. A jello shot. Uh, well, happy birthday. Where did you run across a jello shot? So, uh, happy 40th birthday to my cousin John Michael. Uh, my, uh, All right. My, say, yeah. say no more. <laughs> say no more. No, it was say, 40, say no more to me. Shout out to my cousin John, who I, uh, it was 40th Makes birthday. Sense. We had a really nice uh, little event on Saturday night for him. Um, surprise party for him, which he did not see coming, which is very nice. Oh, it's always good. Yeah, it's good times. Uh, but yeah, they had they're passing out Jello shots. I've not had a Jello shot in a while, and you know what I forgot? Don't take a Jello shot if you've not eaten because it will sit in your stomach for like twenty minutes, and then you'd be like, "Ugh, I made a mistake. I should have eaten something first. It was a it was kind of a mistake. I didn't care for it. <laughs> I did not like it. Sensitive, uh, sensitive, yeah, sensitive man, sensitive Sam. Yeah, so you need oh, to have another one. Sam. I think you gotta have two. You gotta double yeah, it up. Yep. Gotta just... I also I had some bourbon as well, so that goes. You know, find out a great mix, Jello shots and. Bourbon. I'll send it. <laughs> send it all day. Uh, so this was the uh, the list we were going to do in the first segment, but I'll, I'll do it here as in lieu of a, a longer history lesson. These were the top ten movies as chosen by the AV Club of the 2010s. I'm just going to mm. run through them. I have one pick that I did not see in their top ten that I really liked, but uh, I'll give you the other ten and you guys let me know. Number ten, Lady Bird from 2017. Did you guys see that movie? No, with Lady Bird. It's on the list. Mm. It's on the list, yeah. People seem to like that one. Number nine, Phantom Thread, also 2017. That's mm. one that's on the list as well. We have that to hit streaming somewhere. I like Daniel Day-Lewis and Paul Thomas Anderson together. Obviously, There Will Be Blood is like one of my all-time, all-time favorites. So, Yeah. I mean, I this feels like a movie that I will watch. I still kind of don't know what the movie's about. Like, I guess I, I, I don't... It's, it's like a fashion... He, he's about, a tailor. He's a tailor? Yeah, he's a yeah. tailor and like fashion guy. I'd watch him do almost anything, probably. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know he's going to be good, no matter what. I never saw this one either. Number eight, Francis Ha, 2013. That's like, that was good. That's your girl, isn't it? It's Greta Gerwig, I think. Or, oh, never yeah. mind. 
Number seven, The Florida Project, 2017. I did not see this. Uh, I well, watched before the Motel, yeah. I don't know any of these either. The AV Club. I knew the All AV right. Club. When you said AV Club, listen, my guy, this is going to be a little oh, bit okay. like, yeah. oh, look how like enlightened and <laughs> yeah. wise and it's tasteful we are. Look how hip we are. <laughs> Number six, One Moonlight, 2016. Didn't see it, so I can't really talk about it. Number five, The Tree of Life. 2011. Oh, this is Terrence Malick. I, mean, I know what all these movies are. I just haven't seen. Like, I feel like any of them. <laughs> Number four. All these movies you read about, but don't really watch. Like, all right. <laughs> Number four. A Separation. 2011. What are these movies? Are these like the indie like awards that one. Number three. The Social Network. This one I've seen a lot of people talking about oh, yeah. recently. That's people really like The Social Network. The Social Network is slightly overrated. I gotta tell you, I've been seeing on all these best of year lists, best yeah. of like really, really highly regarded. I thought it was good and it was well done, but like mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, number two is The Master, which is another movie that I've heard is kind of overrated that mm. has made a lot of these lists. My sister saw this movie, I think, and told me she hated it. Like, walked out of the movie, she's like, this movie was oh, wow. whack. So I'm always surprised when it's like, this movie's amazing. Uh, and then number one was Mad Max Fury Road, which is super, super random. I mean, I like that movie. Awesome movie, but it movie. seems like a, That's the only one I've seen on a the stretch for best one of the decade. I mean, I'm sure that if we got down into, like, the 20s and 30s, this list would be full of a lot more movies that we liked and knew. Uh, I'm, well, I don't... Oh, go ahead. I mean, to cut I was you just off. gonna say, like, I feel like these are all movies that I knew, the movies you hear about, but like, this I just haven't seen a lot of them. It seems like those, if you're going for the whole decade, that's a list prepared for a really specific type of movie <laughs> consumer. Uh, I will say a couple movies that I did like from the 2010s that showed up on a lot of these lists that I have recently rewatched: uh, Whiplash, which is from like 2014. I love that movie. It's a really good movie. It's about the drummer, uh, J.K. Simmons, yes. is the drum teacher. Yeah. And then also Inside Lewin Davis, which is from 2013, which I forgot about. And that's uh, a Coen Brothers movie. It was on, it's, on Net, it's on Prime if you guys want to watch it. That's a great movie as well. I don't know. So there you go. Top 10 movies of the 2010s. I didn't know any of them. I didn't see any of them. Is that compelling just stuff. compelling stuff? Compelling stuff. I'm so bad. I really bad. Need to hear that because I never know anything like I don't know. And you guys haven't watched any. So I think so about that. I don't know. I think maybe it's like a cultural thing. I feel like I like I like the idea of like going to the movies every weekend, but I don't think people go to the movies as often just in general now. You, no, of course not. Yeah. yeah, that's what we were saying. Nobody's going. Nobody's going to theaters. It's like theaters aren't making any money, and they're all upset. I mean, I'd like I, I sort of like the romantic idea though of like going to a movie like the eighty like a smaller movie in the eighties or nineties, just going to the movies. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, was... That that doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. Really. You can watch a movie anytime now though. Right. I well, I mean, streaming, streaming killed all, all that. The time. Yeah. Yeah, why would you like TVs are big enough now and like setups are big enough? It's not like you're trying to watch on like some little box cube TV from the 80s. Like, <laughs> 13 you TV at your house, and generally, almost every person who's got a TV at the house has got a TV at the house big enough to present a movie and watch it. Where it's like, it's true. this is good enough. I'm on my couch, I got my own snacks, my own bathroom. Right? Like, we're, you know, I still like to go to the movies, yeah. it just doesn't, and that experience isn't really there when you're at the movie. Like, going to that actual place, like it's a big, like an airplane hangar, mm-hmm. and no character, it looks like everything's kind of stamped in there. Like, that's not. It's not as much of an experience. I mean, you go to like the Strand in Old Forge, right? Yeah. That's a cool place to I, go I see a movie. I still haven't gone in there yet. It's really, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a yeah, movie theater, but, but it's cool, it's cool to go do the thing. I went to see a movie from 2010s. I went to see Interstellar at the oh, Rome Cinemas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went by myself, and I was the only person there. And mm. it was awesome. It was really, really cool. I really want to see Interstellar. It was the end of the run. Uh, so that's one that people should see from 2010s. Me and my stepdad went to go see uh, Bridge on the River Kwai at the Stanley years ago, which go. was super weird Like to see a movie there. But again, really cool atmosphere to see a movie in. Because you get the big, you know, red curtains yeah. that pull yeah, up yeah. before. It's, it's nice. It's an interesting way to see a film. That was the first place I saw a movie. It was the Stanley Theater. Was what like, was the movie? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Have you watched that since you had Disney Plus? Have you gone back to watch Snow no, White? I haven't had any time. 
Uh, I, I hear to watch that. movies because by the time my son goes to bed, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, things we watch all the time, Jeopardy is on right now as we are filming the show, or it's just about to end. Well, I guess it's probably over by now, later sure. than normal. Uh, but Jeopardy is hosting their greatest of all time tournament in a few weeks, featuring the three greatest Jeopardy players of all time. Ken Jennings, that guy James from recently, and then some other guy whose name I didn't know. Uh, so there you go, the three greatest Jeopardy stars. There's one guy, that other guy, and then some guy. Didn't I don't give us know. the name. <laughs> well, the one guy, uh, uh, Ken Jennings, was the fam- the first like famous Jeopardy guy. Like, yeah, this is like a Parkinson thing. I should pull him in here for this, but I won't. But uh, yeah, and then James was the guy who captivated the nation in the last few months with his epic. He basically moneyballed Jeopardy for the nation and turned the game on its head. It was pretty amazing. And then some other guy named Rudder. Mr. Rudder. Uh, I'm not too big into deciding who's going to win, but it got me curious about what you actually have to do to get on Jeopardy. Do you guys know what like, the process no. is? To take quizzes? or to... Well, it's, I'm glad you asked. Okay. I looked it up. Uh, apparently, you actually just have to go to Jeopardy's website. There's something called a My Jeopardy account, which you have to log into, and there's like a, you know questions about who you are, and you have to upload a photo. And then they give you tests to take. You get a 50 categories and 50 clues, and you have approximately 15 seconds to submit answers. The entire test takes like 13 minutes. Uh, And then if you do well enough on that, there's like a whole bunch of the practice tests you take, and then you have to nail an in-person audition, which I think is probably the key to this. Like, You could probably answer these questions, but if you're a dud, you can't be on TV, right? Yeah. You gotta have... If you're like nuts... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you're a crazy person. Like, you take a guy like the Unabomber, right? Ted Kaczynski uh, was a real smart guy, but some guy like that shows up. Like, they're all wild-eyed and, like, muddy. <laughs> they got a big beard and crazy hair, but they know all the answers. You can't go job. Yeah, so they so they, ne- they never reveal your test score. So once you do the test, you'll never find out, like, what you got. But if you pass, you get entered into a lottery for the auditions, right? Then you get an email saying you've selected. The test has a written... The audition has a written test, a game tutorial, a mock oh. game, and a contestant interview that you have to go through um i'm trying to see if there's anything else besides that then you just wait until they call you to go taping in california i guess you have to get to california right like so you got to just be ready to go to california at any given time true that's the weird thing about tv tapings uh i went to one like tv taping in my life that i can ever remember i was at one taping of the jimmy fallon show when he was on late late night Mm -hmm. and two things were weird about it right uh, one, they tape it in the middle of the day, which is, you know, I think most people know that, but it's not obviously, like, live when they tape those things. They take a whole bunch of them. And the other one was the way they gave tickets. A buddy of mine just got tickets in the mail, and it was like, show up to New York in two weeks at this day or you'll lose your ticket. That was it. That was just pretty wild. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how many people... It's also free. Well, for the most, you didn't have to pay any money for it. You just get selected at random, which is mm-hmm. kind of cool. I'm going to start selecting... I'm going to try and get more live tapings for us. Start letting us into, like... Uh, See if I can get us on Kimmel's crowd or something. Who do you want to get on? What show? Give me a show you want to get on. Judy? Judge Judy? No. no. <laughs> you want to get in the Judy. audience? No. I want to get in the audience somewhere. I don't I want know. Ellen. You want to go on Ellen? Ellen would probably be a nice time. Because she's funny and she's, I don't know. Well, who gives away the most stuff? Like Oprah? You're trying to get on Oprah? She doesn't have a She's not on TV anymore, but who gives away stuff Ellen to the... Ellen gives away stuff. Ellen gives away stuff. Ellen's so you... probably your best bet there. Yeah, Maybe it's Colbert. True. It'd be real fun to see, go oh, see Colbert yeah, do his thing. Be... I like Colbert quite a bit. 
I like Judge Judy. I want to see Judy in there for like an hour oh, just going through cases. John Oliver, man, is weird. <laughs> John so Oliver, good. maybe? Yeah. John Oliver would be cool. That'd be fun. Does SNL count or is it because it's live? Is that different? I have been told that actually seeing SNL in the studio is not as good as watching it on TV. Yeah, I'm sure it's yeah. not. Most, um, a lot of things aren't. I took the SNL studio tour when I was in New York once. It's really small, the SNL studio. There's yeah, very yeah. little to it. Like It'd be hard to get seats in there, that I makes think. makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's probably only like... 60, 80 seats in the whole venue tops, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right. So, I'll move on from that. Um, how long? I've gone really far. All right. So, let's just do one uh, one mailbag question, and then we'll close out from here. Um, okay. Uh, is there a conspiracy from big television to put all commercials on at the same time so that when you flip through the channels during a commercial, you just see other commercials? I don't know if that's like a. Spe- I don't. I don't know that they specifically called each other up and were like, "Hey guys, so we're gonna do it exactly this time." But yeah, it's definitely like there's blocks that those yeah, things like, go on in because shows all start at like six. Mm-hmm. So, so those things, like a, yeah, so many minutes. It's probably more of a scheduling thing than like a big conspiracy theory. Yeah, I don't uh, think it's a conspiracy. But I have always noticed that when I was a kid, like you flip through the channels, like a TV commercial comes, like oh, I'm gonna slip through, like ah, well, everyone. They, well, because they run on like the same blocks. Like, yes. If you're watching like some sitcom in syndication, they're all filmed in the same. Yeah. Chunks, you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, a uniform not, structure for per episode or whatever it is. And they're not helping each other if they all have a commercial at the same time because they're going to want their show on while the other one has a commercial so people will flip through it. I don't even think they think about thing. it. Yeah. I don't yeah. even think, you know what I mean? Like, they're just like, we're going to put our show on, but, like, this is yeah. how you it gets chopped up by the network so they can get their advertising in exchange for our product. Right. This is a really weird specific memory, but do you remember that, like, TBS used to start their shows, like, five minutes later? Yeah, yeah. It was always, like, we're going to start No, no, but it, it was, like, then it'd be, like, weird times. Like, 08, Oh, yes, 09. yes, you're yeah, right. 735. Yeah. 17. Why are we doing five more minutes? Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to watch Full House now. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's get, that's it. Let's call it quits this week. Uh, all right, well, uh, I guess we, we'll have Christmas-based stuff going forward for the next few weeks here, Great. so get ready for oh, the holiday. three weeks of Christmas? I know. Oh, I need three to weeks. I still do the Christmas tree He's up. ready. Look I'm at failing. it. He's, got, he's promising three weeks of nonstop Christmas content. I'm not saying, <laughs> not saying that he's at all. He's promising. Wow. He's wow. pledging here and today. Uh, so, uh, again, folks, UticaTeddyBearToss.com. Uh, put Uticast in the search bar. Uh, send it out. You win free tickets yeah. to the Teddy Bear Ooh. Toss. They are sold out otherwise. Really yeah. one of the coolest things that happens around here. You're gonna, you it's know, very cool. Yeah, it's no joke. We've all been to the odd for a hockey game, but that's a whole different thing. Sign our humanoids. Keep it tight. Woodstock. Live. Oh, I didn't say goodbye. Heather's here and Heather, Kevin's here. Follow him on Twitter yes. and all the stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, follow yeah. me on Twitter. Follow the show at uh, Uticast on Twitter. On follow Instagram. us around our neighborhood. <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter. SoundCloud, Stitcher Podcast, Apple Podcast, taking over the web. Sign our humanoids. Keep it tight. Woodstock lives. Uh, the tape machines are rolling. We are desperately out of time. We will see you next week. And by then, I think the Uticast Christmas tree will be up. I think I'm gonna do it. Three weeks nonstop Christmas content. Content. Starting right now.